0: Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Acid Cat Spirit Cast. Uh, I'm Caleb, and once again I'm here with my dad. Um, This week, we're going to emphasize a little bit on the spirit part of our name. Because this week's topic is ghosts. 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 We're talking about ghosts. We're talking about ghouls. We're talking about specters. Spirits. Poltergeists.
1: I got nothing more. (laughs) I wasn't ready for this bit, really. Um... But yeah, we're talking about ghosts. Yeah,
0: we'll talk a little bit about the, the history of ghosts.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Ghosts around the <laughs> world. so much enthusiasm. <laughs> Yeah! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> uh, ghosts around the world. And um, at the very end, we have a little treat. We're going to yeah, share tell some, some ghost
1: stories. Personal ghost stories. <laughs> yeah. We've got some ghost stories, and we're going to tell them. Uh, all l- recorded live from this studio attic. <laughs> from our arguably
0: pretty much haunted studio yeah there's a
1: there's like a 90 percent chance for the people watching this and not listening to it that something behind us will probably move during this podcast this our filming location is hella haunted that's why we shoot here because no one else wants to be here I oscillate back and forth with ghosts. Uh, it's hard sometimes I, to fully commit to the idea that ghosts exist. But I've worked in so many old places, and I know it's probably just my own mind. Uh, but you know, I I believe in them enough to talk about them today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll entertain the um, conversation. I have less of a on un- I have. More of an
0: unwavering faith on ghosts. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, we definitely have our roles in this one. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get into the reasons why at the end, but as anything with a beginning and end, we start at the beginning. And Yes, Caleb, anything that has a beginning and an end, it helps if you start at the start part. Unless we're like a Quentin Tarantino movie or something, we're which we aren't.
1: <laughs> memento. This podcast is painful enough to listen to. <laughs> um... But, so, a little bit about the history of ghosts. Yeah.
0: Uh, ghosts have been, or the idea of ghosts, have been around as long as people. Okay. <laughs> because it was a great way, um,
1: kind of, to be, like, a coping mechanism for death. That makes sense. You know, like, if you... T- <laughs> what better way to deal with dying than just don't? <laughs> yeah.
0: You know die, I'd died? rather not. I like the idea of the first person to ever die. No one else knew
1: what was going on. <laughs> <Okay>. They're like... <laughs> Why isn't he not waking up? <laughs> I have no idea what is wrong with Grog or whatever his caveman name would be. But, well, probably something French, I guess. <laughs> he said, went to sleep last night. Now he's not waking up. Don't it's know, been a couple going. days. He's starting to smell. I wonder the first death. I wonder, you know, was it young? Was it old? I mean, there had to be millions <laughs> of deaths before we... Well, even... that's all
0: relative, too. I'm pretty sure, like, the...
1: Life expectancy of early man was like six weeks. That's fair. So, I mean, the again, we talked about this last week when we talked about uh, sort of end of the world conspiracies and how they have a tendency to sort of bolster people to do what you want them to do right now mm-hmm. because of later. This is not that dissimilar, you know? Not this really. idea that like sort of the other way around is like, uh it's, it's really bad news find out you're gonna die, yeah, like it's such bad news to find out you're gonna die, that later on in life, when you get bad medical news or you're mean, you get in a terrible accident or something, you're scared again because you know you're gonna die. Yeah, it's such a, I mean, it's so you know, it sounds really stupid to say aloud, but it's such a permanent thing, it's such a finite thing, it's reasonable to see that you know. That memento mori, that idea, you know, remember that you're going to die, that whole notion that to not want to die. I guess I get it, you know, like, yeah. I don't want to die now, and we look at now, look at, you know, Black Mirror, look at, we talk about last last week we talked a little bit about chips, but, you know, like, think about the chip, the cloud, this higher consciousness, creating heaven, you know. The the concept of the afterlife is pretty much what ghosts come
0: into, and it's it's this weird thing of in some cultures ghosts exist because they couldn't get into the afterlife i was gonna
1: say are they all
0: in limbo is everybody um it depends on the culture so like i said the idea of ghosts has been around as long as death has been around sure um and it kind of goes to the idea of animism okay which is this idea that um that's like an animate object right or an inanimate object? So, everything. Everything has a spirit on some form. Okay. And when that thing is uh, destroyed or dies, um, its spirit is released. Um, and that was a super big thing in a lot of preliterate cultures. Uh, before, when it was just spoken word, they had this idea that Um, When you chop down a tree, the spirit of that tree still exists, even though the permanent tree isn't there
1: anymore. Totally. Well, I mean, spirituality, you know, like, that's a thing, even now, that's, there's plenty of people that still entertain that notion. Yeah. I don't think there's enough information we could have to, barring, straight up disproving that ghosts are a possibility, you know. Well, that's the thing. So,
0: there is a consensus in science that ghosts don't exist. Okay. Okay but it's a weird phenomenon where is there proof that ghosts exist no is there proofs that ghosts don't exist also no yeah so it's impossible it's impossible to falsify this idea um a good example that i was reading was if you have a pond full of ducks and they're all like brown ducks you can't be like well there are no green ducks like green ducks don't exist That's a statement that you made, but as soon as a green duck lands in that pond... You get one mallard. You get one mallard. You get one drake. (laughs) um, And that sentence that you said is now false. Yeah, it's It's, falsified. It's easy to falsify. Ghosts, on the other hand, you can't falsify them, but you can't also prove them. Yeah. So they're in this weird limbo, much like ghosts. Um, right, the, this is like the apocalypse all over again. The ghosts are the ghosts of ideas. Um, but,
1: I get, no, but I understand. You know, yeah. That tracks, yeah. I mean, it's a... So it's Souls, you know, there's like the 21 grams idea. Do you know about that? Yeah, where uh, they,
0: they put a dying person on
1: a scale, and when yeah. he died, uh, his body got lighter by 21 grams. Yeah. Yeah. Um and there's a confusing there's actually a confusing movie about it. It's like it's cut in a really confusing way. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny.
0: Um, it's also why that ghost hunting is considered a pseudoscience. I mean, I wouldn't say that's the only reason, but... <laughs> uh, Zach Baggins is also a big reason that it's considered a
1: pseudoscience. Listen, our dear friend Liz loves to hunt ghosts, but if you tell me that her stumbling around a field in Kentucky with a phone in her hand, pretending that ghosts are talking to her, is in any way hunting for ghosts? Well, what that's she's about missing, as pseudo as a science game. What she's missing is the affliction shirt
0: and true religion jeans.
1: That's... The ultimate kit for ghost hunters. Yeah, Zach Beggins is an interesting guy, isn't he? I think it's funny that he has like a museum full of uh, like stuff he's taken from haunted houses. <laughs> look at the shit that I stole. <laughs> yeah, it's a very traditional colonial museum of like, these are the artifacts that I've stolen from the place.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. look like, at
1: that Annabelle thing. But yeah, we definitely... I, I understand how that would go along with animism because... If you're trying to tell everybody, hey, everything's got a soul, everything's got a spirit... Yeah. Okay, well, when is it created? It's interesting that there's no... That it's not assumed that the soul is astinguinated when you die. You know? Yeah. Why does it keep going? Um. Like I said, that kind of goes... How does it goes... leave the body? Where does it go? It just kind of... Well, they're starting to really understand who's on which side. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Um... <laughs> In this Incoming case, hobby, it's very
0: clear. In that. this case, I'm the Moulder and you're the Scully <laughs> yes. of this podcast. I mean, I'm
1: kind of the Scully most Yeah, of this you're time. the hot redhead and I'm uh, David Duchovny. You're gonna have a, a show all about an actual problem you had with fornication for years. <laughs> that was yeah. such a weird show. Was, um, I don't want to watch a David Duchovny fuck
0: once. <laughs> Moulder, you won't believe this. It's dick also. But no, there's, um, with culture comes different ideas of ghosts. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, well, it's like God, you know. Yeah, like religion in itself. I I feel like ghosts kind of go hand in hand with religion and civilization. I mean, Catholicism,
1: the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The supreme leader ghost. The father, the scum, the Holy Ghost. That's <laughs> kind of that trio. The father, his come, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really funny thing to call a dad, his kid, and their dog. (laughs) Uh, But, like, the,
0: um, plus the perception of ghosts, uh, in a 2009 study, 18% of Americans said they've seen ghosts. See, that's lower than I would have seen. Same, but also those studies are like, we grabbed 100 people and 18 of them said they've seen ghosts. Yeah,
1: I wonder, and I wonder if... Like I wonder if they explored that further than do you believe in ghosts? Was it like do you believe in ghosts? Okay, well this was how seeing ghosts. Oh, this having seen, seen a, believe a ghost. Wasn't oh, okay. ghosts. So just, well, I mean, seeing is believing. <laughs> I mean, for most people. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, so having seen a ghost. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but
0: kind of talk about a little bit later this idea of Western civilization ghosts. Yeah. And how they're more of entertainment, sure. Um, and Eastern civilization ghosts who are more uh, wait, like rules to live by, and um, kind of like stories to tell people to better their life, or also create a like road of how to act. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, ghosts play a huge part now. In today's world, it's a whole lot of entertainment when it comes to us.
1: We talked yeah. about good old
0: Zach Baggins.
1: Uh, but you've got you know you've got everybody from like Slimer to Casper. You yeah, know, there's a lot of.
0: Like I have my favorite famous ghosts. You got you said Slimer. Slimer's my favorite. Is he a ghost though? Slimer is a ghost. I uh, see. I always
1: figured he was like a food golem. Well, he's he's a he feels like a he looks. I first of all, we should not be gendering Slimer i'm not sure Uh, i believe uh i believe slimer identifies as male yeah and actually based on the all-female cast uh release of ghostbusters i'm pretty sure the ghostbusters fans would prefer that we assume (laughs) slimer is a he oh man well i'm just saying but uh the movie was fine i like slimer
0: um the flying dutchman because it's one of the only ghosts that's not
1: human, it's just a boat. <laughs> yeah yeah ghost, ghost ships I'm very fond of and that's very animism, you know cause yeah,
0: because it's, like... it's the the ship itself has a
1: spirit. Well, but the question is though like it's it's like that saying about your grandpa's hatchet or whatever like if you replace the blade and you replace the handle and you do so separately it's still his hatchet. Yeah. so in the case of animism, let's let's humor this idea that entire boat died. <laughs> And they were all like, you know what? We're gonna stick together, thickest thieves, you and me. All ninety-two thousand pieces of this boat are gonna be <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, does each sh- screw have a soul? And also, does that mean there are ghost nails? <laughs> there are ghost nails.
0: Ghost nails. Uh, the reoccurring theme of things being my band name. Ghost down. nails is my pop punk band. <laughs> I hope if anybody ever
1: uh I hope this podcast becomes popular enough for people to want to turn these into terrible songs. <laughs> ghost tales. Yeah well because that's the question, right? Like I love I also love ghost boats. Yeah. It's fun to say. Well but... like the the idea of ghost ships, you've
0: stumbled into one thing that I love, which is pirates. Um, <laughs> oh don't I know? The idea of ghost ships were one to kind of have these um Phantom ships live on in infamy uh, and also to be like, you're a pirate. And it's like, no, I'm not. Like the Dread Pirate Roberts is, it's not an individual person. Right. It's a moniker that people carry on. So like this idea, like like James Bond, who, listen, (laughs) if you're one of these people who are saying that James Bond can't be either A, a woman or B, black get over it he's not a real person (laughs) he's a fictional (laughs) spy guy he's a boring movie franchise (laughs) that is quickly dying they're allowed to change it (laughs) yeah that's a quick aside but
1: those bond movies are terrible they're
0: so boring they're so bad they're also sometimes named after ghosts (laughs) i wish there were more yeah i wish there were more ghost ones yeah
1: sorry continue (laughs) um
0: but it's also like the the idea of the flying dutchman was a ghost ship but it was also just a moniker that a ship could hold
1: yes yeah, to spooky pirate ship
0: yeah like oh your ship's kind of shitty and beaten down no it's a ghost ship and <laughs> you guys are
1: creepy and
0: cool <laughs> um but flying dutchman's another one of my favorite that's ghosts a good, yeah that's
1: a good celebrity ghost uh
0: danny phantom
1: yeah well uh, that's going to be popular yeah yeah, yeah danny phantom's one. Uh, of christmas past yeah <laughs> is a good ghost i like of christmas present you know he's just so present he is uh he is usually like a weird jesus character well that's an interesting idea too the ghosts in a christmas carol mm-hmm. is, you know that's it's that's super religious or like, as well I not know super them religious but you know it's, it's very moral
0: yeah or as i know them better the ghosts of christmas from the hit film scrooged dude
1: scrooged <laughs> is the best way to co- if you have never consumed this that story a christmas story uh is, is that or is that a the, christmas tale
0: Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Christmas story is about. Uh, you'll shoot Ralphie. your eye out. Yeah.
1: And then you'll forget about it. That's the one that I've seen too many times. You know, there's a lot of kid violence in that movie. There's the Santa Claus kicking him down the slide. There's yeah. The tongue on the frozen pole. There's the, the there's yellow the whole... eyed bully
0: that just fucking pommels them all
1: the time. Brutal looking kid. I wonder if he made it to 30.
0: I don't know. He kind of looks like Seth Green. He does kind of look like Seth Green. Doesn't he? I thought he was Seth Green until I realized that doesn't pan out. Yeah. No, uh, that... There's also weird racism in that movie.
1: Well. Because yeah. Well, there's the there's the whole. I mean, not that eating at a uh, like a Cantonese place on a holiday, especially Christmas, is uncommon. Especially yeah. in like a Jewish family. or something Yeah. Yeah. Like totally understand that. Done that plenty of times. Uh, but yeah, it's a little awkward the way they go about it, It's a little awkward. Anyway, um, to get back to ghosts
0: and. Uh, Lastly, uh, Hamlet's dad, <laughs> who is like the whole reason that play exists, is like, hey, um, your uncle killed me so he can have sex with your mom. You gonna do something about this?
1: My favorite ghost or celebrity ghost might be the only good Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time he's any good, is what he's Is like when he's standing. In Jedi ghosts. <laughs> yeah, um, Jedi ghosts are cool uh what what other celebrity ghosts i don't know that there are too many i mean i liked scooby-doo a lot as a kid yeah yeah but that's the antithesis you know like that yeah that's
0: like the uh ghosts are real it's just a rich old dude being weird
1: detains um saying he would have gotten away with it if (laughs) If it wasn't for you meddling kids you think that's what they're gonna say when they lock up trump yeah i would have gotten away with it (laughs) if it
0: wasn't for most of the country <laughs> hating me. For these... And me killing a whole bunch of people. But it wasn't for these meddling laws of ethics and morals. <laughs> uh, another one of my favorite ghosts is the Return the Slab ghost from Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> uh, which, like, as a kid, <laughs> fucked me up because it was terrifying. Where <sighs> Courage looks out the window and there's just this ghoulish specter in the front yard who's like, Return the Slab. It, it's creepy. Look it up. It will scare you. Um, it still kind
1: of scares me, and I'm in my 20s. We need, like, an intern or an engineer. We need a Jamie to pull that up. Hey, Jamie, pull up that clip of the Return of the Slab Ghost. <laughs> hey, Jamie, pull up that clip of Rogan saying, hey, Jamie. Uh, yeah, that's that's funny. Is that uh, I can... I mean, Ghost in the Machine. Or Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, starring...
0: Yeah. Uh, Asian actor icon, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, uh, fucking Scarlett Johansson, ScarJo, noted uh, Asian actress. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I am very on board for the exploration of ghosts, and I like the idea of ghosts. To be fair, um, I just I struggle heavily with what they could be. Yeah, because uh, it, I feel like. I feel like the stories are very rarely straight. I feel like a lot of the times, the stories that we get are like singular. Like, I have a hard time. I worked in a historic hotel that had a few uh, ghosts that, like, you know, had hurt them. People had hurt themselves, who had who had, who had passed, uh, killed themselves, stuff like that. There was a woman who had locked herself in the room and committed suicide and stuff like that. And it always seems to be that narrative. And I wonder. Um, Like, I have a lot of ghosty friends, you know, and I've definitely asked you. Got a lot of ghosty friends is a fun saying. A lot of my friends are ghosts.
0: It's like... (laughs) The way I thought that is like the... No, I totally have a girlfriend. She just lives in Canada. (laughs) I got a ton of friends. They're just ghosts. You
1: can't see them. (laughs) (laughs) I have friends that are interested in ghosts. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I got a lot of ghost friends. Um... Yeah, but the, that idea that uh, a trauma occurs.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: like a, something super bad happens here. I think that's interesting. Um, because, like, when you get shot, do you know you got shot? And it just, like, ugh. Like, when I had my eye happen, I had no idea. It's not like I was like, oh, yes, of course, allow me to conclude what's just happened. And I can only imagine if that would have killed me, I would have, if I woke up, if that's a thing that happens, if you regain consciousness or something, yeah. I would have a very hard time being like, that bastard hit me in the head with a hammer. Do they also get to time travel then? Like, can they, how do they know what happened? Because, like, in a lot of those cases, I feel like if you fucking fell out a window and now you're haunting that house, maybe, here's the deal, maybe I just take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just real pissed. I will say, here's what I will say before we get into everything. While I don't have a tremendous uh, amount of, Uh, I do have a few ghost stories for the end but I don't have a tremendous amount of experience with ghosts I did once stay in Robert Frost's old house um, and I had to sleep in the little kids room which definitely looked like the set from Silent Hill Um, my favorite film never played the games, I've heard they're really bad um (laughs) Man, you just pissed off like nine people. Yeah, we've had four people listen to this podcast, and three of them were like, fuck these guys. (laughs) Uh,
0: And we also have probably my mom and grandma, who are really confused right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: a scary video game. Uh, It's good. I'm sorry. Uh, But yeah, so when I stayed in that room, uh, that was very scary. Because uh, while I am not hugely as I said I'm not a big believer in ghosts like that you that's belly of the beast You, that's like everything you're told not to do it's like okay cool I'm gonna sleep I'm a big guy and I was like this big wild animal sleeping on this kid's bed in this <laughs> room from the 17th century and it was a little much so I'm not entirely closed off to the idea I will say that I still get the fear of ghosts yeah you know like there's I still get a time and I wonder if that's ghosts or just a thing humans do well I guess Uh, we can explore that. Yeah. We'll talk about how humans perceive ghosts. (laughs) Good. Talk about them before we shoot them. And we were talking about ghosts, and I have a tendency to rant. Uh, And the gaunt on Caleb's face right now will probably (laughs) confirm that. Yeah, so I was on the phone ranting with him and he wrote down a few of the questions that I had about ghosts and a few questions that we kind of came to a conclusion on about uh, what we wonder about ghosts. Because obviously I'm a little more... I hate to doubt it, I just... I wish I could... I think it's... (laughs) It's very privileged to be like, prove it! You know, so I try not to do that. Um, because sometimes you can't, and that doesn't make something not real. Yeah. Uh, that being said, what's the first question? Um, The first question is,
0: why are ghosts usually, like, really old? Yes! And inherently evil?
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. So we talked about that a little bit, the hotel. We had a couple newish ones. <laughs> I think the most recent ghost there is from, like, 92. And I'm not saying that... That should be the case, but why isn't the set like why isn't the Golden Gate Bridge hell to walk across at night? Yeah, because hundreds be of all the people time. die there. The traumatic thing happens. It happens there. Were they just like decent enough people that despite that they got to go to an afterlife? You know, well, I
0: think a lot of the things have to do with um, in Western civilization the idea of ghosts is they have unfinished business. Yeah, yeah. or uh, Like, they were, they haven't come to terms with the fact that they've died. Okay. So, I feel like, uh, and largely, and this is, of course, completely my opinion, I'm no ghost expert. I'm no Zach Baggins. I'm gonna put a graphic
1: at the bottom of this. (laughs) Caleb, ghost expert. Yeah, Uh, my son, ghost expert. But it's like, a lot of
0: suicidal people, I feel like they have come to terms with what they're doing. They don't have unfinished business. They've, as terrible as it sounds, tied up loose ends. So Are that's why not a lot of suicidal ghosts... There there aren't a lot of ghosts of
1: suicide. But isn't, like, every scary ghost story from Japan... And I know this is the East, not the West. Yeah. But isn't, like, every scary ghost story in Japan somebody who killed themselves? Not necessarily. So there's a lot of... I don't know, man. I've seen The Ring a bunch of times.
0: Oh, <laughs> traditional Japanese literature and film the ring (laughs) she's not even japanese i just realized that her name's samara she's a kid who's tortured in a psych ward that's why she's a ghost there's and she lives in the tapes because they taped her like she was crazy and they tortured her and they filmed it and that's why she lives in tapes No, i think that's saw no Her name's in, Amanda. It's in, div-
1: in,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> in film literature, in my junior year of high school, I wrote a whole report on Ring. <laughs> um, Ringu, I believe is that. <laughs> right? Da Ringu. Um, no, so... Eastern civilization, there's a whole different thing when it comes to ghosts and spirits and stuff like that. Okay. Um, We'll stick in the West for now. In the West, it's like... It's weird. So it's like Civil War Ghosts is a big one because there are so many Civil War Ghosts. There's and they're always always, why are they always wheezing? They're always in so much pain. No,
1: the cannonball.
0: I'd love to think there's like a Civil War Ghost that's around today. That's like, (laughs) so I was on the wrong side of history. Like one that's trying to. The reason he's still a ghost is because he's coming to terms with the fact that he was a shitty racist. Yeah, what if he was like
1: (laughs) tasked with haunting someone? but he knows that that's a really shitty thing to do cuz he's like, I've been a shitty person. He's like I can't I'm going to I'm just stuck. He's here. like guys, when I was alive, I kind of, you know,
0: I haunted people for real. I kind <laughs> of just ignored the fact that slavery was bad
1: and now you want me to haunt this dude? So um... I'm going to be honest, I can't do that many bad <laughs> things in whatever lifetime I guess this is. Uh, but there are a lot. Like I feel like Gettysburg, you know, I, yeah. I you know that sort of um just the
0: Midwest. There's a whole lot of ghost stories <gasps> don't of old say. ghosts because there's nothing better to do.
1: Um, well, but that's also I think that there's it's an easy easy insult for sure, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with it. But folklore is stronger, you know, because folklore
0: like, is stronger. More and, people
1: coming and going, and and uh, this is a weird phrase
0: that just popped in my head: camp culture. Sure, in the Midwest, uh, fireside like. Ghost stories are a thing, and yeah, that kind of right. ties back into entertainment, um, Bloody Mary being one of those yeah, things, totally. but the
1: whole thing, they're old. I said Candyman last time, and I would like for it to be acknowledged <laughs> again this time. Candyman. You um, say his name three times, and like Tupac, he'll that's, roll on your ass like an avalanche.
0: <laughs> that's why I'm not acknowledging
1: it. We're already up to <laughs> yeah, two. i said it twice now. Uh, <laughs> he's going to show up behind me.
0: Uh, the remake that's coming out next year is going to show up <laughs> behind you.
1: Um, but yeah, why are ghosts really old and inherently evil? Like, I would imagine that that's... Like, there was a romanticization of death with viewing parties. You know, I feel like a lot of ghosts are Victorian. Yeah, a lot of castle ghosts. It's, like, either the Victorian era or a war. But the, like, regular people that die from a murder or whatever, I feel like that... (laughs) almost exclusively happens in the same time period and that time period also happened to be one that was pretty obsessed with death and uh, occultism the the toys, you know, Tarot becomes a popular toy then Uh, Ouija, incredibly popular toy, you know, so like I wonder if that doesn't have something to do with it, because it's it's obviously folklore right? Yeah, Uh, I'd like to think that somewhere out there,
0: there's like a a ghost that died in mid two thousand and seven. Who's like, sup guys? I'm Chad, and I died of a ketamine overdose. <laughs> it's like a Bonnaroo uh, ghost that drowned in the porta potty. <laughs> Just like booze. <laughs> uh, spirits and spirits. Uh, but like, yeah, it's always a general that died, and yeah. now he's like shooting people with his go- ghost musket <laughs> or a dude in a castle a lot of kids a lot of kid ghosts that are like welcome to my house and i'm gonna scratch the shit out of you yeah
1: what <laughs> is it about dying at five years old that turns you into like a bloodthirsty psychopath i don't know pass this ball with me and also
0: i'm gonna gouge your eyes out while you're asleep <laughs> uh, which kind of brings me to the second question
1: What did ghosts get out of hurting people? Yeah, that's a good one, with the haunting stuff. So here's what I'll say. The few haunting things I've kind of had. I live in an old house. It's a creepy house, but I would argue that it is a creaky house as well. Yeah. So I don't know how much of that is spooky stuff, but I I did used to work at an old, supposedly haunted uh, hotel and uh, bar, and... We would have the odd weird thing happen. We had um, we had a bottle fall off once, and not to get too into the ghost story stuff yet, but that didn't really come at anybody, but mm-hmm. it was a bottle of wine, and it broke. Um, I would imagine, again, I'm mostly playing devil's advocate in this for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, but if I was a ghost, I guess it getting your attention.
0: That's. I feel like there's a good divide, and maybe it's just misconstrued. Like. <laughs> If it's getting your attention, because my ghost stories that I'll talk about, it was very much, it was never harmful, it was just getting attention. Sure. So I wonder if, like, a ghost is like, hey dude, I'm right here, but that translates to, ah shit, something just
1: pushed me and also scratched me. Well yeah, because that's also like the, I mean, cats are a good example for this. Yeah. Cats scratch and bite. Affectionately, they do so in ways. They'll sink their claws into you. They need. They bite. Like they do those things as forms of affection. Mm -hmm. Is it that different our communication between us and the cat that it would be? You know. Yeah, we're still mammals.
0: And it comes to like. I wonder uh, if we
1: keep our intellect. You know.
0: I don't know, but also the idea we've both worked in service industry. Uh, That dude that's being ignored all night. Does some crazy shit to get attention. Yep. I
1: mean, I so doubt. I feel
0: like if a ghost has been around for 250 years and people aren't paying him attention, he's going to be on his worst goddamn behavior. You're damn right. I make that addict spooky. He's <laughs> like, no one's listening to me. And so I keep trying to tell people about this place, uh, play what? that I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. The LA Barista Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing this screenplay. It's about being a ghost. <laughs> called ghost dad (laughs) what
1: what do you mean that's already been made i don't think that's true man oh i've never heard of it (laughs) um but yeah like i don't know why i don't know i mean it's funny yeah and they are the ghosts of humans we have to bear in mind right yeah which is a whole different thing which we'll get into because i of the ghosty experiences i've had i think one of them was an animal and it was confirmed by somebody else but why don't why aren't there ghost tigers mauling people in the streets? So you know, like I wonder what the corporeal. My thought is that ghosts are transdimensional beings. I think that they're slipping through wormholes, so we occasionally see them. And what we call our unconscious is just our ability to see things that we otherwise can't immediately perceive. Mm-hmm. Saturn has, what hundreds of rings? Yeah. We fetishize the fact that it supposedly has eight. No, we can see eight. So it's a weird flex to be like look at how eight of the rings there are. It's like some well some time there's like fucking 400 <laughs> rings on that thing. So yeah. I you know, I wonder if it's a percep- a question of perception. Um, I did want to touch on do you, you, you think we could see ghosts if we
0: were, you know, like like do you think you think if we vibrated at
1: a high enough frequency? Ghosts of this house. Could you please come answer <laughs> our questions? Ghosts of this house. We have... <laughs> Will you be the first guest on our podcast? We would absolutely love that. We'd be honored. We have so many questions.
0: Um, But you brought up the ghost of animals, and I've been talking... Yeah. I've alluded to the fact a couple of times the difference between Western civilization ghosts and Eastern civilization yeah. ghosts. So Western civilization ghosts are mainly humans or a boat. Um... <laughs> Eastern civilization, uh, like in China, you have the yao guai, yeah, um, yeah, which is animal spirits, and yeah, is the, the little guy from Gremlins. You can't. <laughs> that's a you <magui. laughs> Can't feed him. Uh, yao guai. <laughs> if you get water on him, it's a real bastard. <laughs> also, the bears in the Fallout franchise yes, are yao guai. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're uh, named uh, after. But they're angry, or well, they're animal spirits that protect yeah. nature. And when you disrespect nature, uh, they become angry uh, and they attack you. They're present in the first thing that comes to my head is uh the show avatar last airbender yeah. um there's that town that's being plagued by the giant ghost monster um and come to find out it's just the spirit of a panda that's protecting the bamboo forest but they're disrespecting the land so it becomes angry and it lashes out
1: sure it's gotta do what it's gotta do um it's gotta put his panda foot down in, it's not going to procreate, but it'll <laughs> fuck your town up.
0: It says, you touching my bamboo? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it doesn't care about, doesn't
0: care about I my may babies. not usually give a fuck, but I do now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you touching my food? Um, and then, like, in Japan, um, there's a couple different ideas of ghosts. In Eastern civilization, it's a whole lot of... It's um, easy for you to say. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, it's a lot of teaching lessons by form of ghosts, so okay. folklore that's kind of also a learning experience so there's stuff like uh hirodama which is like these balls of fire that are ghost spirits and they're from what i was reading they at night will float through villages and Mm -hmm. stuff um a lot of people now believe it was just kind of playing up the idea of campfire embers oh okay like the floating embers the floating embers because it's um ghosts were like I said, like a campfire thing. Sure. But it's also remembering people in the past. So it was a very symbolic, like, um, at night they watch over us, but it was actually when we put the fire out, the embers float. Well, that's and like it's our
1: family watching us. All Souls Day, you know, like uh, yeah, All Souls Procession, that they light the big cauldron of wishes for your, or, you know, maybe you bring a photo of someone who's died day de of the dead, de, de los muertos, you bring it all to a big urn, you burn it. And it goes up. Yeah, the, yeah. It's a you know it's a good way to sort of visually enter the ether. Uh, and I mean, they did it at the end of Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um, then in Japan also is
0: yokai, which mm-hmm. is the like it's an overarching name for folklore spirits. <laughs> um, sometimes it's creatures too, but it's mainly spirits. That uh, teach lessons. Okay. So there's um, one that's prevalent in Japan. There, a lot of them are the same ones with different names, and a lot of uh, South Pacific islands and stuff like that. One of them is this like beautiful young lady that lives in banana trees, sick, and is usually extremely docile. Um, but if it comes across a dude that's shitty to women, it'll just torment them to hell. So that was kind of like I a, love that. <laughs> yeah. It, the first feminist ghost. Um, it's like this idea... It's a learning experience. Totally. Like, hey, don't be shitty to women. Otherwise, this ghost will haunt you. Totally. Or um, there's one that's kind of like Japan's version of Loki. Like this lord of mischief mm-hmm. that just kind of looks like a homeless dude. Who's got like one shoe and just hobbles around. And it's... um the way you're supposed to ward him off is leave a plate of miso on your door. Because, uh, like, the stinky miso, he'll just grab that and it will skedaddle. <laughs> totally. And so that's kind of like a... That one is used as, like, a way to teach children respect for the dead. Um, and there's other ones, like... There's one, I forget the name of it, but it's the spirit that if you... Essentially if you spend too much time in the bathroom, it'll reach up and like suck the soul out of your butt.
1: <laughs> my grandma used to tell me that if I masturbated too much
0: <laughs> <laughs> That a ghost will come and suck the soul out of your butt. Just ran out of my butt. <laughs> um But a lot of a lot of Eastern civilization it's uh lesson learning in sure. the form of spirits. It's don't be a shitty person, otherwise you'll be tormented by ghosts. Well, there's
1: offering examples of that. Uh, like, when I lived in China, they a lot of businesses have traditional offering shrines out front. Mm-hmm. Um, where they burn incense or they offer certain things for certain you know, protections or s- certain luck, fortune, things like that. Um, it's why you see mandarin oranges so popularly around Chinese New Year. It's an offering. Um, Chinese New Year. It, but it's all very... And I, I don't say this in a condescending way, but it's superstitiously driven, you know? Yeah. And the idea is, like, like for new year, everybody gets these little things called licey, mm-hmm. and it's an envelope, and you just put money in it. And you don't have to put a lot of money in it. The point is just that you're doing it. It's a gesture. Yeah. So it can be, uh, you know, uh, a single Chinese dollar, which is about an eighth of a U.S. dollar. And it doesn't matter. The point is that you're wishing somebody good luck, but mm-hmm. it's because there's, like, a greater spirit at hand like they're the spirits there feel much more (laughs) this is kind of a silly way to say but corporeal they feel more nuanced and part of the world unless as a a lot of the ones in america feel like stories for a bag and show or for a gift shop you know they feel like accessories to entertainment It's like uh, Prospector
0: Steve is going (laughs) to haunt your ass.
1: Yeah, or even like, uh, you know, like Prospector Steve died in this bar. And if you come in late at night, you can hear his ghost playing the piano. And don't sit in that seat. That's his seat. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. And I think you don't see it. It's not done as an instruction. You know, it's not like, don't be a selfish gambler like Steve was. You'll get shot down like a dirty dog. Yeah. Instead, it's, how crazy was this? Yeah. You know, we, we're so quick to glamorize anything that's novel. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that in, includes significantly more negative things. Yeah.
0: Um, and not like, like we're saying, not a lot of ghost stories in the U.S. are. They're stories for entertainment, not stories for learning. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, no morals. The only... The moral of the story, don't fucking die. Yeah. Or if you're Casper, the moral of the story is, when you die, you can use your hand to strain orange juice. <laughs> like, that grossed me out. <laughs> it's so gross. Imagine really doing that. It's...
0: <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> uh, like, the closest one that I think we have... um. Maybe Bloody Mary.
1: Yeah, probably, probably. Especially for kids. I don't know what the lesson of that is. I mean, the Ouija board, kinda. But the Ouija board, a is a toy. Yeah. But it's a medium toy, right? Like it's in the idea is that you're talking to the dead. Like, yeah. And isn't that that's got to be a part of this notion of like, I don't know, ghosts? Because a lot of it is about when you can make money from communicating with ghosts. I'm significantly less inclined to believe that it's real. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I
0: can connect you with your lost loved one for 1999 an hour. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can talk to your your beloved dead spouse for the remaining 3 years of your life if you give me $20 a month. Yeah.
0: It's like I don't sh- That seems shitty. It does. I mean,
1: I know this is also a country that charges for health care and housing and a lot of other... What a surprise. The country (laughs) built on (laughs)
0: consumerism (laughs) and capitalism.
1: Yeah. Worships at the feet of treating people poorly. But yeah, it's just, it's odd to me. I have a hard time mediums and stuff. Like my mother would go in on mediums and shit. And I'm not entirely opposed to the idea that psychic, you know, that's what the show's for. It's for us to explore these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. But I, I hesitate. Again, if like you tell me I can talk to somebody who I can't talk to doing something that by all accounts is any different from what I'm doing and you say it's different enough that I owe you money, can you do it for free? Will you do it for free? Like I've never seen a medium or a psychic and you know, work for free? I mean, the the people who work with police departments and stuff, I suppose. Yeah. But I watch a lot of Unsolved Mysteries, and I can tell you, Robert Stack made it very clear to me not a single one of those psychics has ever helped with much. Uh, so.
0: Have you seen that interview where um, the newscaster is interviewing a psychic and is like, uh, I have a cold case here, um, and shows a picture of a young girl, and the the psychic is like, oh, I definitely feel a connection with this person. Uh, they were kidnapped. They were, like, tortured. They were brutally murdered. The newscaster is like, yeah, so this is a picture of me as a kid? <laughs> and the psychic doubles down. She's like, you weren't kidnapped? And she's like, no. And she's like, you weren't, like, Imagine somebody feeling you, like you weren't, like, weren't beaten? And she's like, no, I had a pretty normal childhood, and then the psychic is like, "I'm, uh, I'm done with this interview. You know? <laughs> like, very much is like, no, nah, I'm out. Sorry.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't necessarily hesitate on ghosts, which we're about to get into, um, but I do hesitate on people telling me that they can openly communicate with them because. Uh, if you did it for free, maybe I'd understand. Like, I don't know if you know this, but when Houdini died, he had a deal with his wife. Um, that he was uh, devoted to busting mediums, yeah. And he had a deal with his wife that when he passed away, um, if it was before she did or vice versa, they would have a code with one another. Mm-hmm. She tried extensively with every medium she could find pretty much for like three or four years after Harry died. Didn't happen once, no, no, which brings me to my last
0: question which is the final part of the show do you believe in ghosts
1: do i believe in ghosts all right so my first ghost story um is an interesting one it involves the jerome grant jerome grant is a hotel uh on a hill a really creepy ass hill in jerome arizona it's called cleopatra hill which is an appropriately like when I think of horror, I definitely think of, like, the 1920s. I think of Art Deco, like, 13 Ghosts, that kind of thing. Fits that perfect. It, yeah. it used to be a... It was a miner's... It, there's a big mine. Jerome's a big mining town. It's where uh, the lead singer, Mainer, from Tool, where he lives. he lives... His winery is right down the road. So it's a very weird place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's full of, like, bombed-out buildings that they can't remove because it's too steep of a hill, and they're historic. So it's just kind of like living in a ghost town. And the uh, hotel lived up to the expectations. It was me and a couple of my buddies, and we went in high school to do a ghost investigation. And we took... Nice. Yeah, we took our DV camera, and uh, we <clears throat> pulled up to it. I mean, it's on the top of this hill. It's as creepy as humanly possible. When you get in, they have this video for you to watch. It's a VHS. And there's something very, I think, uh, scary about that noise of a VHS, like, going in and starting, and then something spooky coming on. It's kind of mm-hmm. like when we were talking about the ring earlier. Yeah. There's just something... It's so, like... It's like a beam coming at you, Yeah, and you just really hope it's not a terrible thing. So there's this tape, and it's a short, weird, historical documentary of the town of Jerome, and it's just about how this town has burned down like four or five times. It's full of death and despair. And the old hotel, or the hotel, used to be the hospital, because of course it did, for that mine that's there. So it's super heavy, and as we're, like investigating the room we're putting our stuff down and shit we realize that we're in one of the old operating rooms because the breaker box in there has a map and we can see it so we have these two bathrooms um old style one tub and one one toilet in the other both got a window We decide we're going to go get food, so we're going to leave, and I go to close that window, and it's one of those old wooden box windows. It doesn't have the weights or anything, and I know that because I would investigate it in just moments because I closed it, uh, turned around, went to leave with the guys, and it went back up. And it didn't go all the way back up, but it opened. I mean, yeah. Could be human air, could be a couple things. I turn around, I pull it down, I check to see if there are weights, you know, because those old weighted windows, they'll stick with the old paint and stuff. Sometimes they'll stick with it. Yeah. That wasn't the case, though. It was just a piece of wood inside another piece yeah. of wood. So uh, I, I push it back down and I, uh, I, I latched it. And we turn around, and lo and behold, that latch comes right out, window goes right back up. Three of us, totally pissing our pants, go, fine, window will just stay open then we leave we go out to dinner we come back we're investigating the hotel so you know we go up to the top floors and we get some orb photos and uh we're on the floor where there's this nasty cool breeze and there was a nasty cool breeze and it's got like the old manual we'll have to do a show there sometime it's got the old manual elevator you know that you got to crank to the floor and mm-hmm. it's cool it's creepy as shit great footage gone yep. to time forever so yep. don't ask but uh Great footage. And uh, the window thing was weird. The weirdest thing is what happened that night. So we're laying in, uh, in this hotel room. We're three high school guys. We're dudes in bands. We had no problem sleeping on the top of each other. whilst don't have any money. So we get... There's a single king bed. Evan and uh, the other... I can't remember his name. The other kid that was with us. They're sleeping in the bed. And I got a rollout to sleep on. So I'm sleeping on the rollout. And it's a real tight little cot. And while I'm sleeping, I keep... Like, waking up to this weird sensation. I can't seem to get comfortable. I have a tendency to lay on my side. And uh, it felt like something was on the bed. It felt like something was, like, poking at the mattress or something. I could not for the life life of me figure it out. And then I realized why it was so familiar. And that's because it felt like a cat walking up and down the bed. Now, I've owned a lot of animals. I grew up on a ranch. Used to animals. Love them. Very familiar feeling. And uh, it got closer and closer, and it felt like somebody was pushing down on a mattress when you're laying on it, but you couldn't see anything, and of course, I wasn't opening my eyes, because I was like, absolutely fucking not, I finally get the bravery, because I'm like, it's totally Evan fucking with me, fair enough, this is funny, I open my eyes, those two are fast asleep I can see them fast asleep I look down, I can see the blanket moving a little bit and i was like absolutely not so i rolled over on that side lay down and i woke up later that night and what i would describe the sensation as is when you're sleeping and there's a cat in your face you know like when there's a cat right next to you. that warmth the purring like the vibration Mm -hmm. you can kind of feel that sort of stuff and i definitely felt all of it tried to put it way far in the back like i've slept on traveling trains and stuff like out (laughs) like outside not in the normal car i try to be able to sleep in most conditions and uh yeah i tried to put it out of my mind and and go to sleep and uh i woke up in the morning and we're gathering our stuff and we're getting our gear and we go down to the front desk to check out and the creepy extra from twin peaks that had checked us in was gone and the creepy extra from a john waters film (laughs) that worked the morning shift was there And this woman, bless her heart, was like, how was your stay? You know, we're these young kids, and we're all excited about ghosts and whatnot. So we're explaining it to her. And she goes, well, did you see anything? And I was like, well, yeah. We had a couple things. I explained the window thing. She said, yeah, we've had that happen in that room before. And uh, and I explained... other thing and she was like oh that's our ghost cat just matter of factly just fell right (laughs) the fuck out of her mouth she's like oh yeah like oh yeah that's tabby the cat like oh yeah silly fucking me tabby the cat (laughs) and she was like oh yeah it's our ghost cat and i was like oh oh okay okay and she was like did it meow at you and i was like ma'am if the cat if an invisible ghost cat would have meowed at me last night i would have we never would have met. I would have checked out sometime around 1230. I would have drove in my happy ass back home. (laughs) I would have forced my friends to wake up. Absolutely no, it did not meow at me. Uh, But those are, that was my first, like, what I could call, I think, like, tangible experience um, with ghosties. Mm. But realistically, I think that you know, I've seen little things. Like I said, I've mentioned a couple times today that uh, I used to work in an old hotel. So I worked in the Hotel Congress. It's one of the places when it burned uh, that led to Dillinger getting caught before he could escape again. Um, it was a really early hotel when the train was coming through Arizona uh, out west hotels were what kind of bred that, because they would put them right next to the train tracks. You could stay there while you were working, and people could come there. You'd have a place to stay if you came. Um, So Congress has been around for a long time. It's seen a lot of things. Um, And we would have stuff. I mentioned a little bit earlier in the podcast that uh, we had a wine bottle that came off. So I'll set the scene there. I was on a bar staff. I was a bar back on a nightclub staff. We probably had seven bartenders, I'd say eight or nine security guys, and three bar backs. It's a lot of people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. So at the end of the night there's a smaller bar in the club has a large there's a restaurant, a large lobby bar, a large nightclub bar, and then there's a what's called the tap room, which is a tap room. It's like a little old timey, you know, kind of fifties roadside bar. Yeah. And well I guess it's been there longer than that. You know what's funny is they opened right before Prohibition. They got a liquor license and then had to close. <laughs> yeah, right? Like this year <laughs> this year felt crushing. Imagine that. Yeah. The thing you do just doesn't exist anymore. Anyway, so the uh, building's been around for a long time, uh, and there, there are definitely a handful of ghosts there, so we're sitting in this little tap room, and at the end of the night, it's where all the money's counted, or at least it used to be. Don't go rob them. Uh, we'd all sit on the same side. Everybody just sits in the booths in that bar, and then they count their tip money. They, you know, mm-hmm. do whatever. So we're all, that's you know almost 20 people. We're sitting in booths, uh, and there's probably a dozen or so booths down the side there. We're all sitting there. Everybody's cognizant. No, Maybe one or two of the bartenders are wasted, but all the security guys are stone sober. The barbacks, everybody's stone sober, we have to be. So um, we're all sitting there very ready to go the fuck home. And this wine bottle just crashes on the floor. Nobody saw it move, but we're sitting in a booth, and from there, it's probably three feet to the back of a stool. So it's probably four or five feet to the bar top. And then from there, you're familiar with how bars are laid out. You've got another three or four feet to the back bar. Mm-hmm. That bottle was sitting on the back bar. And it landed right here, but right in front of me. Nobody saw I didn't see it. I was, like, talking to somebody. And mm-hmm. it broke. And everybody... <laughs> I love the reaction because it was just... It was like a bunch of big-ass burly security guys that were all just like, I'm not mopping that up. And just went <laughs> right back to it. Nobody was afraid. Nobody was... Because that kind of stuff would happen. We The dolly would go missing sometimes, you know, the hand truck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we would use it a lot. Barbacks used it a lot. We moved it to hall and stuff. And I distinctly remember it being on the roof when it was not supposed to be on the roof. And when I say it wasn't supposed to be on the roof, I don't mean like, oh, it was supposed to be in the hallway on the way to the roof. I mean, it was supposed to be on the ground floor where all the fucking kegs and stuff you use a dolly for are. And I had been using it maybe 10 minutes before that. Yeah. Like, not even enough time to have snagged it from me and put it on the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. So I have no idea what happened in that instance. Did a ghost... But what happens there? You know, like, when things disappear and move, like... Does a ghost disappear? It do they put it? Do they have like a ghost bag they can put it in that makes it not matter? Can they teleport stuff? I don't know. I have a lot of ghost questions. Okay, so hit me with your big ghost story. So it's not since th- I made everybody wait. It's not uh, a
0: huge one. It's just the one that sticks out most to me and freaked me out the most. Sure. Um, my grandparents they collect antiques, and so their house is full of antiques, and uh, one antique. Antique that I distinctly remember... Antique. ...is uh, one of those creepy fucking monkeys that clash the symbols Ah, together. yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Also in Fallout. Also terrible.
0: Yes. uh, Me and my sister, again, um, she was like, hey... Because it was in this creepy room. My grandma also collects antique dolls. It was a big glass case full of antique dolls. <laughs> and at the end of this room... she you just collect all the old, weird, creepy stuff? Kind of. And at the end of this room, so it's a wall full of dolls and a glass case and this monkey that cr- clashes symbols together. That's so terrible. Um, my sister was <laughs> like, I will give you five bucks if you slowly, without turning the lights on, walk to the end of the room, touch that creepy monkey and walk back. So I was like, fine. Fine. I go up. It's sitting on like a shelf. I go up. Is that how you lost your thumb? I go to touch it, and its mouth opens. <laughs> I can't and I, that. I didn't know that was gonna happen. I didn't even know their mouths open. And I book it, it out of either. there. <laughs> so that's the one that sticks with me the most. That's it terrifying. creeps me out. But uh yeah,
1: that's so scary. That's that's ghosts. That's a legit scary one. though. That
0: one was terrifying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had, I. Like I said, you kind of ghostly things. Yeah, but I've never had like a straight up, in your face, "What's up? I'm a ghost." I've had lights and stuff change. I mean, the other night downstairs, I have a a, a color change light, and uh, it Philips Hue, baby. <laughs> this is a that's the what is that the official light of YouTube backgrounds? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it changed, um, which is like inexplicably it. It will change, and this could be it. it could, I don't know if you can mess with those. It's not actually a Hue, though. It's a, it, it has a remote. It's not a Wi-Fi one. Mm. I should clarify that. Um, and it'll just change. I mean, look at the bar. Yeah. Right? So it changes all the time. Yeah, not to dox ourselves too much, but uh, we have lights uh, at our work. That will just change on a regular basis. And that building is old. It's very old. Like 125 years. Yeah. So it's, and you know, it's a real bloody street. So it's interesting to see that sort of stuff. Because you can see that sort of thing and tell yourself, like, that's a ghost. But you can also, as you, you know, sort of brought up at the beginning, you can also see it and go, that's not a ghost. And everybody's kind of equally right. I don't know that there's anything necessarily wrong with ghosts in conclusion, now that we've spent an hour talking about this. I don't know that there really is anything. I think I kind of see it in the same way when people talk about like when 311 was like amber is the color of your energy. You know, I kind of see it the same way. Like I, the souls idea, the idea. I don't know that that's got us. Well, this probably has several souls in it. Um, We bought it at Spirit, and you know that that means that it's made out of flesh and ghosts. Yeah, but you know, I don't. I don't know if the microphone does. I don't know if the book does. Yeah. I don't know if you do. I don't know if I do. But if we do, I really like the idea that when we die, it just go somewhere mm-hmm. or that it stays somewhere i would i feel bad for the ghosts that are stuck in limbo yeah you know i feel i wish you could be a ghost and also be dead like it's a drag you can't do both it's a shame you can't be in heaven and also just like occasionally show up as and a just ghost pop in, yeah yeah but i guess that's kind of like mediums and talking to the dead i guess we'll find out all about that in the well sooner or later yeah yeah hopefully later than sooner But yeah, that was Ghosts. Hope everybody enjoyed our ghost stories and our little bit of talking about them. Um, Yeah, if you liked it, let us know. If you didn't, don't. Um, Otherwise, have a great night. Yeah, hopefully see you next week.